You're listening to Pointing Pointers, the Point to Point podcast. There was a time when my world was filled with darkness, darkness, darkness. Hello, welcome to Pointing Pointers. This is Ben Atkins with Sam Davis Thomas. Sam, how are you getting on? Yeah, all good, thanks, mate. Yeah, how about yourself? Yeah. All right, thank you. I have been flat out this week and it isn't quite yet over. So we thought we would treat the listeners this week, Sam, to a bit less of us and a bit more of the uh, contributors. So we've got plenty of voice notes with with people who've been um, doing good things up and down the land. So that's uh, something for you to look forward to. But uh, I thought we'd maybe talk through the leaderboard as we near the end of the season to start with. Um do you want to talk us through it? Yeah, well, I can do it. It looks a pretty, um, I want to say, maybe game set at the minute to Will. I think he had another two last night, uh, which puts him on 46 to Jack's 37. Um, and I think with the, the way the rain's going at the minute and the ground, I think, you know, the ground down in Devon and Cornwall area is probably going to stay safe as it is all over the country. Um, and there's going to be plenty of runners coming and, you know, there's going to be plenty of rides for, the, the top boys, the top three lads, really that are still in contention. So, um, but no, I think Will was really he's yeah, he should be not if, if barring incidents, not slipping up this year. I don't think. What about yourself? What do you think? Um, well, I just think you know my money at this. I'm going to see if someone can get a book on it. Actually, um, I think Gina Andrews might win the ladies' title. Um, yeah, tell you what, you you are a judge. <laughs> Um, so tell me if you've got the stats in front of you uh, is Izzy Marshall going to basically win the bet without Gina market for that one I haven't got them in front of me but I, I would, would say she say she will no, uh, Gina's on 30 Izzy's on 13 uh, Natalie Parker and Amber Jackson Fennel they, they still have horses to go out there on 11 so mm. and then you've got Chloe Emsley there on 10 so Izzy's not really home and hose just yet um, but I'm sure Alan has got plenty more to go out as well. So, um, no, that that might be interesting. The um, betting without market there for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Um, as you say, there's there's still a bit of racing to be to be had. I think we're definitely on the downhill slope. But um, we'll we'll perhaps talk about that later in terms of the ground and things. But uh, let's reflect briefly on the Cheltenham Hunt, Cheltenham Hunter Chase evening. Um, some good results. Uh, depending on, well, I say good results. Uh, it was just some good racing, wasn't there? Um, and some good finishes, and that you know, the, it didn't disappoint. No, it didn't. No, not at all. Uh, obviously, Brad Brad got his double up. Um, Fear Jaguar, and it's just a shame. I think that racing, like the the top bunch of chases for him, are left handed because he'll never be at his best going left handed because he he prefer to do a U turn, I think, and go right handed. Um, <laughs> but he's obviously got a fair bit of ability, and then Premier Magic. I think did well to win really. Considering he went over to Ireland, probably missed a few pieces of work, um, and was probably a bit short. You probably didn't see him at his best. He should have really won that quite easy, but he won as he liked anyway. So um, that was good for Brad to get him back. Uh, Quinton's man. We'll speak to Darren later. Uh, that was a bit of a turf in the books. Um, and then Paloma Blue, who we speak to Josh later on as well, um, was a good winner of the last. So I think that could be. He's, he's going to be. T- going on he's 11 year old now but he could be an exciting horse um for next year i wasn't sure where he might be going but we'll speak to josh and see what he has to say what did you make of it all good 
Well, I noticed that uh, Joe O'Shea outsmarted you again, and um, he he didn't swerve. He didn't swerve, Peter Jackman, did he? He just went and mopped up at Kelso a few days later. Well, he did prize money. So, yeah, so I can I can um, eat my hat, really. Is that the saying? Eat my hat? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I won't have put, I'm not, you know, I don't, would it, would it be a fear Jaguar? Probably not, but he won at Kelso and he's, he's won more prize money and landed a gamble, 10 lengths or more. There you go, Bosch. Fair play to him. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. Tip the cat horse that was rated mid 90s is now, you know, fifth in the fifth of wherever he was in the Andrew Fox Hunters and gone and won a hunter chase as he liked. So, yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so one thing I've noticed is uh, I entered a horse at Edgecote this weekend and there's 24 horses in the maiden. And it strikes me that at this end of the season, you'd normally have a lot less horses being entered up. And and for all the, the uh, farmers and everyone with horses and most people are complaining about this rain, it is providing some safe racing ground when we'd normally be racing in uh, uh, you know, on on uh, tarmac in Devon by this time. Yes, it's great. It's just, we've got a month to go, and you know the the entries for races are probably as much as any um, that we've seen all year, really. But could that be that? Obviously, the ground's a determined factor. But you look, there's only five meetings this weekend, so people have got to run. They want to run the horse on safe ground, but there's not racing to be going at all over the country. You know, mm. every weekend. So maybe you know that's just the, the runners are having to run where they where the opportunities are and it's not it's the the market's not kind of overdone with with the fixtures which is good um, but yeah the, the entries are good we've got the ppra final at edge cut as well the novice riders final which sees a couple of good types go in there um it should be some good race i'm actually going to go to edge cut are you are you going to make a venture there no i'm running a uh hunt ride on sunday so i'm not going to be able to get there i'm afraid um but high vis jacket and a whistle sort of thing yeah, you know, you know, the union of the score. Um, no, I think I'll be selling tucks out of my boot actually. Um, but there we oh, go, that's uh, another story altogether. Um, so, um, basically, uh, as you just said, there, you know, the, the racing gets, um, now, uh, you know, gets uh, thinned out across the country, and that, like you say, is a very good point. It probably does, um, make for uh, some decent entries, and it does seem at this time of year, Devon and Cornwall have the glut of the racing that you know it comes uh, with a rattle at the end of the season. So uh, we have spoken to two jockeys, no less, from Devon and Cornwall area this uh, this week, and um, and we'll be yeah paying a bit close to attention attention to that over the next few weeks. We did speak to Mike and see if he'd been keeping his ear to the ground in Devon and Cornwall, but the answer was no. So. Um, uh, Mike, if you're listening, pull your socks up and we expect better in the next few weeks. So, um, Sam, yeah, shame. yes, yeah, big shame. It's a big shame. Um, so without further ado, let's get into this week's uh, voice notes from around the country. Guys, thank you. It's been a great season for you and um, continuing to build on what was a, a good season last year. So great to see Um just wondered if you could tell us a little bit about your win at the weekend on my friend Freddie. Uh, you must have been delighted to stay that home um, at Kingston Blount. Uh, didn't quite go off favourite, but wasn't altogether unexpected. Wonder if you could tell us a bit more. Hope you're good. Take care. Very well, thanks, Ben. Yes, we're all 
absolutely delighted with my friend Freddie's victory at Kingston Blount over the weekend. We thought coming down we had a squeak. I knew we'd need a bit of luck. We knew it'd be competitive, but um, particularly as I'd never been to the course before. Um, but what we do know about Freddie is he, he, he jumps and he stays. And uh, we took it up with just over a circuit to go. He jumped really well and, and we tried to stretch them as, as much as we could. And the little horse, he's, he's so game and so genuine. He, he galloped all the way to the line. So yes, we're, we're, we're all absolutely thrilled with him, particularly my grandparents who, who bred him. Um, so yes, it, it, it's turning out to be a, another very memorable season for me. I've been lucky enough to, to be riding some, some lovely horses, um, including, including one of yours, Ben. Uh, Chief Hopper, a four-year-old maiden who, who jumps like an absolute buck. He finished a smashing fifth in a mixed open at Eiton a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I think the plan is to take him to a, a maiden at Edgecote this weekend. So we're looking forward to seeing what, what he can do. Cheers. Dan Andrews, well done last Friday with Quinton's man in the intermediate final. A surprise to some, but maybe not so to you. Uh, can you tell me what you thought of his chances going into the race? Obviously, he's a massive horse with a massive stride, so a big galloping track like Cheltenham was always going to suit. And looking forward to the rest of the season, can you tell our listeners how much you've got left to go at and any horses they should be looking out for for the rest of the season? Well done for a great year. Hi, Sam. Uh, thanks for your message. Um, Quinton's man, yeah, I, I quite fancied him going into the race. Um, I thought that Cheltenham would suit... Um, massively, like you say, a big galloping horse. Um, it was a bit of a... We weren't sure whether we were going to really go for any sort of hunter chase with him this year, being only six. And, you know, he still hasn't really filled into himself and he's probably going to be a better horse next year. But as he won two intermediates this season, um, we felt that it was right to have a crack at the intermediate finals um, at Exeter, obviously, where he finished second. Um, and then Cheltenham, where he's gone on to win um, quite impressively in the end. I think his odds of 16, 18 to 1 were, um, were not not very nice for the horse, really. I, I think he's better than that, um, and he showed that he was better than that. So, fingers crossed, um, he's a nice horse for the future. Um, the aim of him may be to go to Stratford for the John Corbett, my only concern, obviously, Stratford being a bit of a sharper track, but the trip's over 3-3 three, three, and all he does is gallop and stay. So as long as um, he can get into a rhythm early, I, I think he'll, he'll be bang there around Stratford. Um, my season's gone very well and I'm very grateful for how it's gone. I've been busy, um, very busy pointing and very busy um, hunt chasing, which is nice. Um, fingers crossed it continues um, well into sort of the end of the season. Um, I don't really have a horse that I can say to look out for uh, because most of my rides now are sort of, they're done for the season. So I'm fairly, um, most weekends now it's sort of one or two rides instead of a full book of rides. But I'm not going to complain as long as I can get to 20 point to point winners this season, which will be obviously a personal best. Um, something that I'd love to achieve. So hopefully I'll have a few more darts to aim at the board this season and yeah fingers crossed um it continues next year and we get rolling early and see how we get on but yeah thanks again speak soon classic comley uh showing the world that you can't just train marathon runners um 
you can also train four-year-old debut winners over two miles, five furlongs. Uh, well done at the weekend with uh, La Diva Adiva, I believe. Uh, you say it. Could be wrong there. Put me straight if I am. Um, I just wonder if you could tell us a bit about the horse and, um, and, and let us know what your plans are going forward. Hope you're good. Cheers. Good morning, Ben. I hope you're well. La Vida Adiva, I think is how you pronounce it. But um, no, she won nicely at the weekend. She hit the front about five out and um, was very professional and held onto the line against older horses. So we we're very happy with her. Um, there was a loose horse as well that was wandering about, which gave her every opportunity to do something silly. And uh, she was very professional, stayed straight and um, jumped every fence nicely and looked like a nice prospect going forwards. But um, we bought her as a unbroken three-year-old um last summer and we broke her in here gave her a nice holiday and had her in for the season um i was hoping to run her a bit sooner um but she wasn't quite a hundred percent um back in march just picked up a bit of a bergen um so i wanted to make sure her bloods and track wash was all a hundred percent before we ran her um and she came right a few weeks ago and, and was working the house down so we know we were looking forward to to seeing her on a course um and she managed to translate onto the race course what she shows at home which we were very happy about um, she on our head to the Goff Stoncaster sale, probably. Um, we haven't entered just yet, but um, that will probably be the plan. And um, and then hopefully she'll have a good career under rules or as a broodmare. Um, she's got a nice pedigree. She's by Champs-Élysées. Uh, I think she's one of their last crops. Um, so he died four years ago. Um, and the dam is a winning dam called Avida Star. Um and her half-brother is born by the sea, which came sixth in this year's Grand National, um, came third behind an Ergemin in a grade two, and looks quite a nice horse, um, rated about 140. So she's got a nice page, um, and we're hopeful that she can go on and, and provide somebody with plenty of fun um, on the track. Um, hope you're well. Thank you for getting in touch, and we'll catch up soon. Hi, Jake. Hope you're well. Well done at the weekend at Upcut Cross with Daisy Yates and Walking Out. Can you tell our listeners a bit more about those two horses? And um, your plans going forward, really, for the rest of the season? Have you got much more to go at? And any horses our listeners should be looking out for for the remainder of the season? Well done again. Good luck for the rest of the season. Hi, Sam. Thanks. Was a great result on the day. Uh, walking out as a real nice mat. Uh, Les and the team have done an amazing job keeping her in such good form throughout the season. And I'm sure she's got some exciting plans ahead for her. Uh, Daisy Yates is an eye-catchingly big mare and uh, as a result has taken quite some time to grow into herself. Uh, the Prousers have done uh, the right thing, not asking too much of her too soon. Um, walking out is hopefully going to Exmoor meeting at Bratton Down um, in the hunt race, so hopefully she can put in a good performance there. Um, and also Funky Sensation um, is one to watch after coming off the back of a creditable run at Cheltenham to finish fifth in a competitive hunter chase. Josh Newman, well done last Friday with Paloma Blue winning the last at Cheltenham. A horse I was, I couldn't believe he was going off at nine to one to be honest um, at the off, but a horse that obviously stays two and a half mile really well. Track like Cheltenham was always going to suit. What were your thoughts going into the race, and what are your plans going forward with him? Would it be be the type next year being a twelve year old? Would it be the type that you might aim for the entry fox centres or something like that? Um, well done again and we'll catch up soon thanks thanks Sam yeah thankfully Cheltenham worked out for the better um, I'd been off injured from entry up until then and I was still um, red listed 
at declaration stage. Thankfully, James agreed um, to step in. Um, but it got to Friday morning. I watched him in the go out first lot just to stretch his legs because it wasn't until the last, obviously, at Cheltenham. And um, he looked really well. He was bouncing and I got to sort of lunchtime and it had been driving me crazy all day. So um, I I messaged James to say that I was going to change it and jump back on myself. And thankfully, um, yeah, like I said, this time it worked out. Um, but he, he enjoyed it. He he looked great he felt great and um that's what it's been about with him really it's to try and turn him around because he has a bit of old class and um no it has been great and uh he's got a good bunch of owners that it's just been a syndicate put together and um i think everyone's thoroughly enjoyed it um for going forward well um we'll i think we'll just take how he comes whether he runs again this season, I don't know yet. We'll we'll just see how he is and if there's anything suitable. But um, for next year, we'll probably start off in point to points and um, yeah, just do the same. Um, but yeah, no, thank you very much, Sam. To be honest, I think that's about it for this week. It's nice and short and sweet. Um, looks like yourself. Uh, uh, is there any other business? Uh, I don't think there is. No, it's nice to hear from from all them, and no, it's nice to hear about the horse and where they're going for the listeners to. Get an idea of horses to look out for in the future. Uh, Saturday's hundred chase at Hexham might be a horse that you've tipped up in the uh, in the past. Uh, might not have done you proud at Aintree, but Matt's commission for Jack Till goes <laughs> up in the uh, heart of all England hunter chase. Uh, will you be going in again, or is that, is that the maiden hunter chase, Sam? Huh? Uh, yes, yes, it would be. So making your own jokes for you now, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, he's not a maiden after Saturday. Correct. For your sake. <laughs> well, you know, I just had a suspicion, and to be fair, that Aintree Fox Hunters, I had a suspicion about Time Leader as well, and another furlong, and I wouldn't have been far off, would I? Oh, please, will you just drop that now. I'm, it's boring me now. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> You're boring. <laughs> so that's that, that. Let's draw it to a close. Uh, yeah, we're boring everyone else. Correct. Um, well, thanks for listening to yet another um, AWOL episode of Pointing Pointers. Uh, I promise it's the end of the season soon. Thanks for listening and take care.